Hello, we are back chatting with Chuckles. Oh dear, chatting with Chuckles has returned. Although we can't even say chatting with Chuckles. Um, yes, we're here. We're back. New series, unbelievable. Series two. So thank you if you listen to series one. I do hope you are going to enjoy series two as much if not more than series one uh, hopefully it's a bit more professional for a start and we've got lots of exciting guests coming up um, there's Jacks Burgoyne and DL um, they are two one is a writer one is a singer songwriter um, both are incredibly talented so I really hope um, you'll enjoy those episodes Hopefully we'll have some more guests as well. And um, to start the new series, we are going to meet um, a, a character of immense importance to the village where I grew up. So, without further ado, I will hand you over to Gavin, who is going to investigate famous character in our village he's not famous anywhere else in the world but he's famous in our village Gavin over to you who is John Wilson I thought I'll pause there for a moment just to give you a chance to have a think for probably 99.9% of you, you will have absolutely no idea who John Wilson is. This episode of Chatting with Chuckles will take you on a journey into the world of this strange, mysterious character that has done absolutely nothing to change Lay Hill, the village where he comes from. But we hope that you will take something from it, learn something from it, and ultimately we will hopefully be able to answer who is John Wilson. We start by looking at the manuscripts that were found about his family. So John Wilson um, was a character from Lay Hill who, well, his family created and implemented many things that we don't use today. In fact, the records show that he was pretty much a failure in everything that he did. Um, and as we will discover on this journey, perhaps there will be some sympathy for him but yes ultimately he was a bit of a failure there are two manuscripts or two books uh, one is called John Wilson Fact or Fiction and the second is a diary in a diary from one of the John Wilsons called the case of the missing turnips and in part two of this special two-part episode um, 
we will learn more about this um, this book especially and and that that John Wilson so it's going to get quite confusing because there's quite a lot of John Wilsons um, as you'll soon discover so I went to Lay Hill and I met up with a local historian who is an expert on John Wilson Professor Neil Sturridge I am with Professor Neil Sturridge local historian for Chesham and the surrounding areas so um, Professor Sturridge what do, can you tell us about John Wilson well nothing, I don't know what you're going on about but I thought you were a local historian. Well, I am, but I don't know who this... What did you say, was it? John Wilson. John John Peterson, I don't know who he is. No, no, John Wilson. John Wilson. I don't know, sorry. There's two books on him in the local archives of the village. I, I thought you are supposed to be a local historian who knows all these things about Lay Hill. Well, I know quite a lot, but uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Really sorry. I think you must have the wrong man. You are Professor Neil Sturridge. I am, yes, last time I looked. But you know nothing about John Wilson? I don't know what you're going on about. I'm really sorry. OK. Right, well, um, thanks. Thank you. Clearly, I needed to try... A new tactic to to get him to well one remember who John Wilson was and two to actually cooperate and talk otherwise there isn't much point in this podcast is there so I decided to try the only tactic I knew I am now outside the Swan pub in Lay Hill uh, where John Wilson was supposedly a resident every night and often during the daytime as well um, and I'm now with uh, Professor Neil Sturridge who um, has had a couple of pints of beer Thanks Gav, that was a really nice one and um, he is in much more of a willing mood to talk about it than our first interview we had with him So Professor Neil Sturridge Yes Gavin what can you tell me about John Wilson? Oh, John Wilson. Now I understand what you're talking about. Yes, well, a very important character in the history of this village. Long time ago, he lived, and his ancestor, John Wilson, also lived here. And uh, many of the things in the village that we take for granted today originated from either John Wilson, or his father, John Wilson, or his grandfather, John Wilson, or one of the other members of his family. Were they called John Wilson? Uh, I believe they were. I think he was... His father, John Wilson, was uh, John Wilson Senior, and he was John Wilson Junior. But I believe his grandfather was called John Wilson. And I think he came from a long line of John Wilsons. So there are many things in the village where people say, oh, that's all because of John Wilson. And we're not necessarily sure which John Wilson started it. Right, but it was John Wilson... Of one John of the Wilson. generations. John Wilson of Lay Hill. Right. Yeah. So well, the stories have kind of merged into one over the over the generations. 
there's a lot of oral history in this village and people tell the stories over and over and over again. They get a bit boring sometimes. I imagine they do. Yeah, but, you know, there's no smoke without fire. And so we can't say it's all false because there's elements of truth in these stories. And so they tell us a lot and um, really I wish we knew more about it. Now, some years ago, there was a young man in the village, I don't know what happened to him, called Mr Gavin Darvel. And he interviewed a lot of old people and put together a book called John Wilson, Fact or Fiction. Which is what we are really investigating now, because the book has re-emerged. Oh, right. They found a copy, have they? They have. Have you read it? A little bit. It gets a bit boring after a little while. Right, OK. Well, that book's really good. I think it missed out lots of stories, to be honest. But the stories it did tell, they give us a really good picture of the village. And we're hoping to hang that picture up in the village hall very soon. Right, so what stories can you tell us then? As, as you are supposedly a local historian, I imagine you have done some research into John Wilson and John Wilson's dad, John Wilson, and John Wilson's granddad, John Wilson, and his great-granddad, John Wilson, and various other John Wilsons through the ages. So what do you know about him? Well, Which is really what I wanted you to ask sir, at the first place. I'm sorry about that. That's all right. Well, if you walk round the village, and we're sitting here outside the pub looking at the village at the moment. Well, it's dark. It's quite dark, and often at dark you can't see quite as much as you used to. Right. In fact, there's an old village saying, when the sky is dark and the moon is bright, it's probably quite late at night. Anyway, if you look around the village, you see that the grass in the village is always short. Okay. Always short. And this is because John Wilson developed a grass seed that gets to a certain height and then never grows. Okay. Is this on common land normally? Oh, this is on the common land. Layhill Common is common land. And that's where the common people go and do common things. And so it's always, you never see long grass. There. It's amazing. And so that was a seed that he developed. I headed to the common, to to see if this supposed grass never does grow. Apart from sections of grass that have grown quite long, and uh, I unfortunately got my shoes wet, um, he was right. The grass really hadn't grown. It's quite amazing. Um, well, I suppose it is common land and now partly a golf course, but we'll, um, we won't worry about that. And there's another area, I can't quite see it here, but it's just over there in the woods, yeah. called the Dilly Dells. And that's where the land is very up and downy. Okay. There's a big dip, then a big mound, and a big dip. Quite unusual. Quite unusual, yeah. The Dilly Dells, which is a local way of saying that kind of land. And it was said that he had a herd of hippos who lived in that area and they churned all the mud up. Anyway, they disappeared and uh, the story is they ran off to Hemel Hempstead or Amersham. Unfortunately, they didn't do any damage, but that's what they say. 
After we had spoken about the Dillydales, I headed to them. I got lost, I admit, and ended up in the next village, but once I had retraced my steps, I, I headed into the area known as the Dillydales. Um, apart from annoying a few golfers, because um, it's on the golf course, um, and, and a couple of walkers... Uh, because they were wondering why I was kind of snooping around, trying to to get a sense of the Dilly Dells and and to imagine the hippos. Um, the only thing is, I couldn't find any hippos, and um, I couldn't really imagine hippos actually being there. So um, I I just wasn't sure. So I headed back. To ask for more. Right, okay. So, grass that doesn't grow, he grazes hippos on common land. That's right. Any, anything else from his, the archives that we, you know, can help us try and explain who John Wilson was and whether he was fact or fiction? Well, yes. So, not far from here is an airfield. There's a village near here called Bovingdon, and there's an Very nice, I've heard. It's not bad. It's not a bad village, actually. Yeah. Known as Bovy. Not sure why, but people say I'm from Bovy sometimes. And there's an airfield there, which apparently John Wilson started. Right. Because he started a passenger service from Bovingdon to Chesham. Which is how far? Oh. About two miles? Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. Might even be four. Might be four. <laughs> might even be four miles to know. Okay. You know. Quite a long way. Quite a long way, because in those days, um, you'd have had to have gone by horse or walk. And um, quite a long way. Anyway, he developed this flying machine, which was, I think, it, he cycled. Like pedal power it was, and then it rose into the air. But anyway, it, it folded. Oh. Yeah. Why is that then? Well, the passengers died. What? Why? Well, he had developed a system to take off, yeah. but he didn't really develop a system to land very well. And um, I think the first three passengers died. And after that, the uptake was a bit slow. Not many people wanted to fly with him anymore. I mean, to be fair to him, it wasn't a problem with the aircraft or the machine as far as I know I think everyone died not because of the machinery at all they all died because they hit the ground at the bottom right hmm, so that's another kind of failure in the, the Wilson book then Bovinan airfield is about two miles away I went over there and had a good look around it's quite a large airfield now used for Hollywood movies um, and uh, a local market. Quite a contrast, really. I, I tried to look for evidence of this airline. Um, I couldn't find anything. Uh, there are a number of plaques and, and information boards around Bovingdon, um, but there was no mention of John Wilson and his airline. Um, anything else? I mean, you're supposedly this local historian. 
Yeah, well, there was another character, very interesting character, called Mrs. Wilcox. Not a Wilson? No, no, Wilcox. It's another local name. And uh, there's a lot of interesting stories about her as well. Anyway. But I'm doing about Wilson. Okay. Or does she link? Well, I think there is a link, because one of the John Wilsons set himself up as a private detective. And I think it was Mrs. Wilcox who lost some turnips. Does that ring a bell? That does, yes. They're, they're, I believe, in the Layhill archives in the library of Layhill, which is my bedroom, um, even though I'm not in Layhill, there, there, there is a story called The Case of the Missing Turnips. That's right. That's right. I assume that's what you're referring to. That's right. And so he tried to crack this case. And actually, I don't think he ever did. I think it's probably still a mystery to this day, mm. what happened to them. But anyway, that's what he tried to do, was, was, was um, crack mysteries like that. Right, so what's Mrs Wilcox's involvement in that, as far as we're aware? Was she the one whose tournaments went missing, or was she supposedly the person who stole them? Yes, I think it possibly was both. I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember now. I'll have to reread it. Yeah. And then I think some church pews went missing as well. And various things went missing, mm. and um, John Wilson tried to... Solve them. Solve the problem. But That's probably right. failed, I would have thought. I don't think he was a particularly successful mm. private investigator, but, you know, very important because he's the only one that we ever had in the village. Mm. And so if you need a private investigator, then you would have gone to see John Wilson. Hmm, I see. Now, there's actually a fox over there. So, do you, any, anything else about John Wilson that you, um, you can give us as we try and continue our search? find out the truth? Well, I think the thing would be is if we could find his son, John Wilson, and talk to him, then he probably holds a lot of the family stories in his head. But what happened to him? Oh, it's I a deer, know. actually. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's a deer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think we should do. Hmm. So you, you believe, then, that there is still Wilson in the village? Whether he's still in the village or or he's moved away, I'm not sure. But that would be a good thing to find out, wouldn't it? If we could find him, he may have the lost diaries of John Wilson at home, mightn't he? He might. Well, well, thank you very much, Professor Neil Sturridge. My pleasure. For your time. My pleasure. Having spoken to the prof, I feel I wanted to find out more about the detective John Wilson. He fascinated me. And well, there is a diary about one of his adventures, so that probably helps. I wanted to to see the places where this young detective was to shape his career. So I headed to the local woods where, so it's told, he used to play as a child. I've come to Calcroft Woods on the edge of Lay Hill. 
The books suggest that John Wilson used to come and play in these woods with his friends, mostly playing hide-and-seek. Well, he did the hiding and his friends didn't bother do the seeking. There was a rumour that one time he was playing hide-and-seek and he ended up going missing for 48 hours. Some claimed that he had hid himself down a rabbit hole. Others just suggested that he may have got a bit lost. And although they're not the largest of woods, you can get a sense of what it must have been like for the young John Wilson, hiding, waiting for his friends to appear. As you look around now, as I walk through the pathway, cutting through the trees here, you, there are a number of large dips where hiding would obviously be relatively easy and a good place to, to go. But you can also get a sense that this kind of place would have been quite scary at night. The sounds of the owls, foxes, roaming, badgers, rabbits. As I walk along, I find that I too have got lost. Which, for these purposes, is not not a good thing. I will eventually find my way out, but you get an idea that the young John would come to the woods, play around, and he probably quite enjoyed it, although as we know there are no records of that. But what we do know is that Kalkoff Woods was to shape John Wilson's future. This was the place where his detective skills would be honed. This was the place where John Wilson would become the detective that Lay Hill never realised they had. So what have we learnt from speaking to the professor, looking around the village? Well, not very much to be honest, because there is absolutely no evidence of John Wilson the family, I mean the shop isn't even there now, uh, which apparently he was the owner of. There is no evidence of a Mrs Wilcox either. So to answer who is John Wilson, I felt I needed to delve deeper. And so in part two of who is John Wilson, we look into the world of the detective, John Wilson. Will that reveal anything at all to help us solve this mystery? Join us next week for part two of Who is John Wilson? Thank you for listening. That was 
Chatting with Chuckles with me, Gavin Darvell. Uh, Akansha Jahar is still out in India, um, still drumming the drums. So um, hopefully we'll be hearing from her soon. Thank you for listening. Please tune in to next week's episode. And if you can, like us on iTunes. We're on Spotify too, Anchor and all other leading podcast providers. Thank you very much. Please drop us a line as well if you want to. Um, And and if you do know who John Wilson is, then do let us know. So until next week, carry on chuckling, chucklers.